And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends, welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me, dude. What a time to be alive, okay? I have lost my long locks. Um, there was an incident over the weekend. I'm not going to mince words, um, but there was a betrayal, okay? There was a betrayal. Now, I would never compare myself to Jesus. I wouldn't do that, okay? Apart from um, our levels of compassion for others, me and Jesus are not alike at all. And maybe in our prime, our hair. But just like Jesus, I was betrayed by one of my disciples. Now, disciple, roommate, very interchangeable in this situation. But I woke up with a bit of the old bubblegum in my hair, a bit of tutti fruity, a bit of hubba bubba, if you will. And I had to get it cut out. Um, and I had to go this short. Now, this is not natural. Okay, this is not... This is not the Billy Darcy we know. This is not the Billy Darcy some people love. Okay, I've got I've got short back and sides. Um, I look like I look like I'm going to ask your daughter to marry her in 1923. You know, I look like I've got a briefcase even when I go and play tennis. I've always got my documents with me, dude. I look like a sellout punk bitch. It's embarrassing. Um, but on that note, um, obviously. You know, with the hair comes a comes a pretty distinct rebrand for the podcast. So a couple of segments will be getting replaced. Nothing major. Hey, whoa. I don't want anyone to think it's going to be a different podcast. Obviously, I've got a sensible haircut now. We're still going to have as much fun as we always do. Plenty of fun stories. But just a couple of segments have been changed. And these are very, very slight changes. Okay. I don't want anyone thinking... You know, this is going to turn into something weird because it's not. Okay, but just a couple of small changes um, as we move the pod forward. So firstly, um, Pelican of the Week is now being replaced by Bill's Accounting Tips. Um, that's where every week I'm going to take you through a different facet of the accounting world. I know what you're thinking, but Bill, it's such an interesting and complex world. How could you possibly cover it all? Well, I look forward to finding out with you. Really excited about that one. This week, we're doing compound interest, which is like normal interest, but a bit sexier. Like everything in the accounting world, it's very sexy. So that's very exciting. Um, now, following up on that, Strikeout City, a segment we all know and love, a segment that really comes into its own over the summer period where um, you know girls are out and about and I'm out and about even more. And usually we get a good strikeout story each week. Um, unfortunately, yeah, that's been replaced as well. That's now been replaced by Sydney's best brunch spots. So, again, very exciting. That's where instead of maybe telling a fun story where I hit on a, a chick out of my league, um, I'm actually going to take you through um, my favorite brunch spot from that week. I now love brunch, okay? As soon as the hair went above the ears, I just had a fucking yearning for brunch, Okay. I said, dear God, someone get me some smashed avo. I'm ravenous for it. Poach my eggs. If they're not to my liking, I'll send them back. I've got short hair now. Um, but that's very exciting. Um, and then along with um, best brunch spots, I also say, um, I also now, that, that segment I'll now be doing with my girlfriend. Um, we've been dating for six years. I don't love her. I haven't loved her since we met in year 10 in high school, but our parents are friends now, so... 
You know what I mean? We're in it, dude. She's dropping subtle hints. She wants to get married. I pretty much, the only feelings I have now are the joy when she leaves. But uh, yeah, like I said, you know, we're six years in. Um, we own a one bedroom apartment together. Um, we're ticking all the boxes necessary for happiness. Um, and though my soul is empty, my bank account is full, babe. So who needs love when you got equity? Am I right? Thank you. But seriously though, her name's Kate and she's a fucking nightmare. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's very exciting. And then finally, last segment, this is just a new one, not replacing anything else. Um, this one's a bit long, but it's called pushing your dreams to the side long enough to afford a house. Thank you. That one's pretty self-explanatory. Um, that's where you just go to uni and do whatever your dad bullied you into doing. Um, whether it be economics or engineering or whatever keeps his dick hard. But, uh, and then you do that, you go out, you get a job, you work for the next 15 years like a dog. Um, and then when you finally get your hands on a beautiful, a beautiful two, two bedroom house in Sydney's upper Northwest, uh, you can finally get the paintbrushes out and go after your passion. So that's a beautiful segment as well. So very exciting stuff. It's all happening here at Get Around Me. It's a, I mean, get um, I mean, the name is really, it's, it's a skeleton of the former show, but it's very exciting. Um, and also, uh, a bit of admin, I actually have a show to announce, which I probably should have led with, um, but December 18, at Tropicana Bar in Manly, in Sydney, Australia. Um, cities outside of Sydney, I will return in 2021 in some capacity. Um, I will do at least one show in every city in Australia next year, minimum. Okay, that's a promise. Um, but yeah, so Sydney, December 18. Tickets will go on sale Friday at midday. The information will be on my Instagram and Facebook. Um, and, you know, come along. It's it's the show I was going to do at Sydney Comedy Festival that was cancelled. I was going to do it in Melbourne and Brisbane. and um, It's a good show, dude. It's a fucking good show. There's some new stuff that I've written since. I'm going to do some crowd work fuck around hopefully my hair's grown out by then um i got two legends opening for me uh, my mate pat doherty enemy of the pod slippery oil snake pat doherty will be opening um and that's where he belongs as an opener let's never forget that um but pat's also a fantastic comedian and then my friend rowan arneel also a fantastic comedian will be opening um and yeah december 18 dude so uh tickets will be on my social media okay so that's very exciting. Come along. Come along. Um, it actually was quite hard to find a venue for this show. But I stuck at it and uh, I wanted to do like... I had bigger plans than this. I'll be honest. Apparently you can't just walk in and book Kudos Bank Arena. They said the Arctic Monkeys are playing December 18. I said, I'm Billy Darcy. I'm here to do a comedy show. If you build it, the people will come. So... I was looking for a hundred seater. I was informed by the staff that Kudos Bank Arena seats 17,000. So there was a discrepancy there. I said, hey, but I've got a good feeling. I said, the podcast has been do doing pretty well lately. And um, I was actually escorted out by security. So, but that's okay. Um, but this show should be a fun one. Um, it's a cool venue. Um, and a lot, uh, a lot of hot chicks go there on Saturday night. So that's quite exciting. Um, and uh, dude, I tell you what, show's going to be good, dude. Don't miss out. It's going to rip. Um, so yeah, December 18 in Sydney, treat yourself tickets this Friday, uh, Friday, the 20, 
uh, 7th of November. Tickets go on sale at midday. Um, and the link will be on Facebook and Instagram. And if you just probably Google Billy Darcy, it's just called Billy Darcy Live. So, so dude, get excited. I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm just doing this show as a bit of a treat to myself for Christmas, you know, something to look forward to. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be fucking fun, dude. I'm pumped. Come along. Um, but, yeah, so let's crack into um, the week that was. Now, Thursday, I did a gig. Now, also, just on that note, uh, December 18th show, Billy Day, I don't want to speak out of school physically. You know, I'm, I'm not in sort of tip-top shape. Comedically, dude, fuck yeah, I'm firing. I did like six gigs last week. Okay, so they're only like 10-minute spots, but... Dude, I'm zigging and zagging all over this great state, and I'm fucking getting it done. So if you come on December 18, dude, I'm it'll be good. Okay, I'm just, I'm not like, oh, it's my first gig of 2020. I don't know what to do. What's my name? What time is it, dude? It's gonna be fucking on for young and old. All right, and if you interrupt me, I'll torture you into next week. So let's go. It's gonna be fun. Um, but yeah. So on that note, uh, I did a gig in Terrigal. Now, Terrigal, if you're not familiar, it's on the central coast of New South Wales. Actually, my first time there. Now, I've avoided Terrigal over the years because it is uh, the traditional owners of Terrigal are the bikies. And I'd just like to pay homage to the banditos right now. Thank you for letting us do a show in your beautiful homeland. Um, but yeah, Terrigal is run by bikies. And Terrigal, i got to say, face value is fucking beautiful. Beautiful beachside town. Um... But yeah, you get some people who don't have all of their teeth, um, but I still think they're quite they're quite nice. They're, they're lively in Terrigal. You could catch a you could catch a pounding, but you know if you if you wanted to look for it, you could easily catch a pounding. But you know, I think if you got your head screwed on and you, you donate to the bikies charities, I think it's a beautiful town. Um, but yeah, so I had a pretty it was you know it was a hard fought gig. I'll say this one I hosted, and the pub was not set up for comedy. It was like a long it was like a long, long pub, and it was just, the crowd was very spread out. I hosted a um, very hard-fought win. You know, it was a good show. It was a good show, pardon me, um, but it was a hard-fought show. Anyway, so I'm driving home, uh, got the tunes on, flying home, dude, having a great time, you know? And um, now I'm flying, there's like a curvy road out of the central coast. I'm, uh, I'm flying along, there's a car next to me flying along. I got the tunes pumping. I filled up the Mazda Metro with some freaking premium 98, dude. Premium, okay? So she's fucking flying, okay? And we're having a great time. Out of nowhere, a possum is crossing the road, okay? Now, I don't... I love animals, okay? I love animals. Um, possum... Possum is one of them. Possums are cute as shit, dude. Unfortunately, I was doing about 80 Ks. There's a car doing 80 Ks right next to me. I can't swerve. And also, I'm on a bend. And look, I love possums, but I'm not willing to fucking die for one. But anyway, so what I did was, I said, it was you know, quite a small possum. I said, I'll go over the top of it because it was, it was going to eat my left wheel. So I did a little swerve, went over the top of the possum, right? Unfortunately, I was under the impression I was driving some sort of a Toyota Hilux, maybe with raised rims. Um, I forgot that I'm driving the Mazda Metro, which sits about five millimeters off the ground. And I absolutely murked this possum the fuck out. It was horrifying. It was like, 
and it's just like there's a fucking 2d possum in my rear view i'll tell you what that's how you kill a vibe on the way home that'll fucking that'll take the pep out of your step i still had an hour 10 to get home and i've just murdered one of the cutest animals on the planet so now i'm on the highway just like before i'm flying along going woo you know i'm i'm thinking about i'm thinking about when what suit i'm gonna wear on the project next week you know i'm thinking fuck dude this is unreal i'm the greatest um and now i'm just sitting on the highway doing 90ks in 100 just going all life is precious i'm looking at my hand going that could have been me that could have been any of us that possum had plans i bet that possum was halfway through a goddamn arts degree you know i bet that possum was doing volunteer shifts at its local possum radio you know thinking one day i'll get to nova and then here comes here comes billy darcy flying around the bend in his big bad mazda metro bam that possum had a mum a dad a girlfriend god damn it so it was a fucking sad trip home and then and then dude i tell you what where i turn left off the highway to return to my my beautiful house on the north shore of sydney um beautiful house the lad pad oh love getting home to it um they, there's like a new tunnel there now okay okay so excuse me but there's a new tunnel so i usually get in the left lane coming off this highway and now on the left there's a tunnel so i'm in the left lane just going do do i've sort of recovered a bit um from the possum incident i'm listening to some podcasts that i really enjoy morale is raising i've got about 15 minutes till i'm home it's about freaking midnight um and i have to get up at, at fucking six to edit this horrendous podcast um i'm speaking about myself um and by the way this podcast is great i don't want to trash this podcast um but unfortunately with my schedule to edit the restless jpegs together for all my beautiful youtube subscribers anyone enjoying these beautiful restless jpegs you know oh love you guys to death i could never miss a week on youtube I'd, the pitchforks would come out you know um i every, each one of my 500 youtube subscribers is like a brother or sister to me or fucking transgender partner okay like i said i subscribe to all 32 ge- uh, genders and i don't care which one you are as long as you subscribe to my youtube channel thank you um but yeah so i'm i've, I've got to get up early thursday it's already like midnight wednesday or no this is thursday got to get up friday i don't know i, I had to get up at like 6 a.m the next morning for whatever reason um and I just go, fuck. Anyway, I'm finally turning off. You beauty. And now something's wrong because there's a roof over my head. There shouldn't be a roof over my head. I'm going into some tunnel. There's a new tunnel that's popped up. It's called the North Connects Tunnel. I've heard of West Connects. There's a North Connects now. I'm like, fuck, this isn't where I need to be. And this is this happens in Sydney. Sydney roads can be like the staircases in Harry Potter. Okay? You make sure you don't want to get on the wrong one or you'll end up in the forbidden section i.e. Parramatta, okay? Um, so now I'm in a tunnel. I go, fuck. I swear to God. First sign I see says mobile phone cameras in use. So now, and this this tunnel's like from the year 3000. It's modern as fuck. So now I can't even get on maps and work out where the fuck I am. I'm at the mercy of this tunnel. Most And this tunnel went on for 20 minutes. 20 fucking minutes, dude. I'm stuck in this tunnel going, get me the fuck out of here. I'm waiting for the first turn, just seething, just furious at myself, 
furious at that possum, furious at, at um, you know, the freaking, the lack of communication from the government regarding this new tunnel. Okay, where was the flyer? Where was the email? But I'm also, I'm 1% positive because it's a North Connects tunnel. I'm thinking, I live in the North. This thing might fucking drop me right outside my house. Okay, there might be like a, a secret tunnel on my street that I didn't know about. So I'm thinking, fuck, dude, this could be all right. First sign I see says straight ahead, Canberra. Fuck! You know? I don't live in Canberra, guys. It's actually a three and a half hour drive past my house. This is not what I want to see. See, I'm panicking. Still can't get on the phone. Still no turn off. I ended up getting home at like fucking 1 a.m. Um, absolute fucking nightmare. So anyway, be careful is what I'm saying. There's tunnels everywhere. It's like the fucking Vietnam War out there. Goddamn, who knows what's in these goddamn tunnels. But uh, but yeah, so anyway. Um, okay, so Friday. Um, this one is dragging. I'll say that. So Friday, Friday, I come home. Now the lads are blowing my phone up saying, when are you home, Bill? When are you home? Now I work a nine to five job. Okay. I come home at the same time every day. Um, I got an early mark once, two months ago, but I've since come to learn that was a one-off. So the lads are blowing my phone. I'm going, where are you, mate? What time are you getting home? We're on the beers. I go, I'll be home at fucking quarter past five. Same time every day. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking my ego kicks in immediately. I go, well, well, well. You know, the lads are ravenous for me to come home because my company is of the highest order. You know, they need some of that Billy D dance. You know, they're, they're, they're ravenous for my charisma. I thought, oh, I can't blame them. Anyway, so I get home um, and i got to say, my anxiety coming home every Friday is just through the roof because all my roommates slash best friends are tradies. So 3 p.m. on a Friday, they're freaking sending down 7 million beers. By the time I get home, I've copped about 47 messages, 55 photos, 73 abusive videos. They're on the roof. They're fucking, they're doing, they're drinking beers. They do it all sorts of stuff. Maybe some light narcotic use if, if they're in the mood. And I just can't wait to get home and be part of the fun, you know? Um, so by the time I do fucking 1.30 on the way home, just machine gun Kelly blasting, just going, get me home. You know, I just, the fear of missing out is huge. And then I get home and they're all, they're on their eighth beer and I crank my first like, hey guys, hey, how was everybody's day? You know, like a fucking nerd, okay? So, so I finally get home, I go, yes. And then all the lads are wearing matching Get Around Me podcast merch commemorative shirts. Can you believe it? I'm wearing it right now. I don't know if you can see that, but it says Get Around Me 100 episodes, feel the hype, spread the hype. Do I not have the best friends on the planet? They made up commemorative shirts. Now, I know you're saying, but Billy, it's episode 112. You do one episode a week. That would mean they're three months late. All of that is true. Okay. But still, there was, you know, there were some admin issues. I believe the shirts came from Melbourne. So that was a whole thing with the lockdown. But dude, commemorative memorabilia. Unbelievable. Okay. So I come home to that. All the lads are wearing the freaking, the shirts. They're like, Chuck, one of these on Das. My brother's there. We're having a great time, you know? I was going to drive to my... Uh, I had a gig that night. I was just going to drive into the city like a nerd. Now I'm freaking five beers deep, having a great time, 
got my commemorative shirt on. You know, we're taking photos. There's a, a small jersey presentation. Um, oh, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Morale is through the roof, okay? Uh, the lads are going out. I said, fuck it. I'll, I'll meet you guys after my gig. Like, we're going to try and have a quiet weekend. But now, dude, you can't just put on a commemorative shirt and have a quiet weekend. Like, what? No way. So now I'm, I'm, now I'm on the bus into the city. Um, I'm having a freaking the time of my goddamn life now, okay? So I'm, I'm freaking... Let me have a go at this. Um, but yeah, so now, dude, I'm, I'm on the bus into the city. Um, I've got a one a cold green demon in my bag. I'm wearing my beautiful commemorative shirt. Um, and the shirts are not for sale um, for two reasons. One, there was only 10 made, okay? They're like the rings in Lord of the Rings. Um, if anyone has to be the dwarf, Gimli, oh, no, 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 the dwarves, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings in a while, but Gimli didn't get a ring, did he? Anyway, so there's only 10 made. Secondly, the shirts are cursed, okay? Honestly, stay away from these shirts if you want to live to see the age of 30, okay? These shirts are goddamn cursed, honestly, I'll tell you what happened. So I took the pretty overt approach of wearing my own personalized commemorative shirt to my gig that night. Um, and I didn't know this, but Friday's gig was a fucking war zone, dude. Okay. Absolute war zone. So it's in this small, like downstairs theater. It's a very good gig. It's in uh, King's Cross. Um, but uh, traditionally it holds about 60 people under current restrictions. It holds a gentleman's 26. And I'm not on my high horse, dude. It's still a great gig, okay? 20, you'd be surprised how many comedy shows to 25 people are just some of the best shows of all time. Um, but anyway, so I go down, do the gig, but, 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 there's five people in the front row. So this is a fifth of the crowd, keep in mind. They're just coked out of their head. One of them's like 50. Then there's like three chicks who are like 22. Then there's like a 25-year-old guy. And they're just talking and they're screaming at the comedians. Um, the MC is just uh, just getting fucking spoken through left and right. My mate, uh, a mate of mine, Jake, goes up first, and he he eats it. But uh, he he, come, he bombs and comes off. I go, what what the hell's going on up there? Why don't you torch those those cunts? And he's like, he's like, man, they were just trashing me the whole time. But like, they were just trashing me to each other. I don't know if anyone else could hear. How's this? He said during his whole gig, they're just going to each other. Dude, I fucking, I hate this guy. Yeah, this guy sucks. Yeah, his ideas suck. I hate him. Oh, it's just awful. When's he going to get off? They're just saying that through his whole set. And they're in the front row. They're basically on the stage. Uh, my mate said nothing. I said, right, well, there's two ways to handle this. And Billy D does not subscribe to the first one. Let me tell you, okay? Also, he was doing six minutes. I'm doing 15. So I can't be getting bullied for 15 straight. Um, so it's basically a war zone. They're talking through everyone. They're heckling. They're just freaking, they're just starting conversations. Like mid joke, they'll just be like, oh yeah, Kate, that reminds me. And they're just like, and they're screaming so loudly. They're interrupting everyone. I go up there and I go, I'm going to give them a chance, but not for nothing. If they, if it gets too much, I'm going to absolutely torch these cunts in the next week. So, so I go up there, they're immediately before I even get to the mic, they're talking. One guy's like, hey, look at this guy. I go, ugh. I zig and zag a bit. I'm doing my bits. Like, so they, I'd go to start a joke. They'd be like, I'd be like, I got on the bus the other day. They'd be like, I love buses. Yeah. 
woo, and they'd be like, okay, remember that time I went on the bus? And it's like, ugh, shut up. But I'm like, yeah, that's right, the bus, and then I'm doing my bit, and then I'm talking to them, and then I'm ignoring them, and then and I do this for about five minutes. It's going okay. It's going okay, okay? The rest of the crowd are enjoying it. These guys are kind of managing them slightly. They're still talking through me, but I'm doing pretty good. Anyway, the five-minute mark, I try to get into my next joke, and for the next 10 minutes, I am unable to do so because these guys are just basically screaming at me. And then, like, it just gets out of control. Like, I can't say a single word without them being like, yeah, that's right. They're just screaming their head off. And now I'm starting, I'm starting to grow furious, okay? And um, so I said to the old, the old bloke's, like, out of control at this point. I don't think you should be doing coke at his age. His ticker is about to explode. So I said to the old bloke, I said, look, mate, here's the goss. I'm at seven minutes right now, okay? I'm doing 15. I'm going to do the next six minutes. At the 13-minute mark, I'm going to torture you the fuck out and then come down there and fucking headbutt you. How does that sound? And he's like, Jesus Christ. And I go, mate, I'm not fucking joking. Stop interrupting me, you fucking cunts, okay? I go, literally, how fucking hard is it? It's like 10 minutes of your fucking life. Do not interrupt me again. They're like, ooh. I go, ah, cool. Anyway, so then try to get into my next joke. They fucking interrupt me again. I go, dude, now someone else at the back of the room has heckled me as well. They're like, they're like, oh, come on. Like someone else is like, oh, like, you know, just tell your jokes. It's not hard. Just say it. I go, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. And then someone else says something. I go, oh no, oh no, you've pushed me too far. Okay. Now I go, I step forward. I go, look, dude. Everyone listen up. I will torch this gig to the fucking ground, okay? I will burn this room down. I don't care, okay? I don't care. I've got nothing to lose, okay? It's dead set. And then and now I just go around, I'm fucking roasting everyone. And I'm getting around some people who are enjoying the show. I'm like, you're a fucking legend, so-and-so, like, blah, 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 blah. I'm going around the room, I'm like, da-da-da. Now I'm, and, and I'm sort of doing well, and the wheels are off, but it's whatever. And then... um. And then I get to, now I'm like 11 minutes and uh, maybe, no, I'm at like 12 minutes. I've just been riffing and raffing, not even going to try and do another joke. Um, and then, and then the, guy, the old guy interrupts me again. I just go, dude, why are you such a piece of shit? For the love of God, tell me. I go, how could you be 55 and still be this much of a fucking loser? I go, you've been doing this for 25 years. This, this is crazy that you've sucked for this long. I go, decades upon decades of you sucking. Anyway, and then I, I try to get off. I just do, I go, I go, I'm doing one last joke. It takes 30 seconds, this joke. Can I just have your attention for 30 seconds? Anyway, I do the setup, bup, 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 bup. As soon as I do the punchline, this chick in the front row just goes like, oh yeah, that reminds me, and just talks all the way through it. This guy's like a fucking loser, the other guy. I go, I go mate, you are the face of coward punches, you fucking goddamn freak. And I go, I go whatever, dude, fuck off. I just walk off treacherous 15 minutes of comedy dude a fucking treacherous 15 minutes and the gig was brutal i was absolutely furious afterwards furious anyway but anyway so i get off um then it's it's the halftime break um if you will uh but yeah so it's the it's the halftime break um i'm just hanging in the little green room area because like all the crowd goes up to the bar i really just want to get a beer chill the fuck out and maybe head off and meet the lads um, for this night out. But I'm fucking furious, dude. Because I was really looking forward to this gig. Um, so I go, ugh. 
So I wait for the second half to get started. Uh, everyone's back in the showroom. I go to the bar, get a beer. The two girls who, two of the girls who heckled me into next week, uh, then are at the bar. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So then they come up to me, get this plot twist. They're like, oh, by the way, we actually like love your TikTok. Like, can we get a photo? Like, you're so good on TikTok. And I go, and firstly, I'll, I'll preface this by saying, if anyone ever wants a photo on the off chance, you're very welcome to have one. But I said, no, you can't have a fucking photo. You ruined the show. There'll be no photos. And they're like, oh, come on. Like, what's wrong? And I'm like, you fucking r- talk through every second of my 15 minutes. I don't want a photo. You'll ruin the show. Here the bricks, okay? And then, now, what happened next? It's quite shameful for me. I'll say that. Very shameful. Pelican of the Week goes to me for this one. So I go sit in, the, uh, sit in like another part of the bar and I'm, I'm just calling uh, Macro and Adzi trying to find out where they are and if I can get into whatever pub they're in because it's very hard to get into pubs now, sort of at 9.30 at night, 10 o'clock. It was like 10 o'clock. So I'm calling them and these girls come over um, and this is, this is unfortunate for me. Pelican of the Week goes to me for this one but these girls come over, they sit either side of me and they're like, no, come on. And one of them... Uh, one of them grabs my hand, and the other one puts her hand like as high on my thigh as you could possibly put it without uh, the police being called. And they go, "Come on, we owe you a few drinks. We'll make it worth your while." And one of them, like as she's whispering, basically like licks my neck. I go, "I've had about seven beers at this point." I go, "Look, girls, at the end of the day, you know we all make mistakes. Okay, you guys are a bit rowdy in the show. I'm willing to put it behind me if you are. Um, you know, let's have a couple of beers." And <laughs> I pretty much caved immediately because, uh, and yeah, I gotta say, fucking embarrassing. Absolutely. I can't believe it. So embarrassing. We went to the pub across the road. Now I'm drinking with these chicks and I, this is a, this is a sort of stuff that will, that will split your soul in two because on one hand, and they're pumping drinks into me. Like we get it. They're, they're two country girls, which explains a lot. Um, so we get in there, they're like, can we get like freaking four wet pussy shots and like six rum and cokes? And they're just pumping drinks into me. And, and I'm like, this is a tough one because um, on one hand, I dislike these girls, all right? They're rude. Um, they're selfish. They ruined my show or my set. They ruined the show. Um, you know, they clearly don't give a fuck about anyone but themselves. Um, but on the other hand, it appears quite clear that they'd like to have sex with me. So... Um, it is a tough one. It's definitely a tough one. And look, there was some subtle hints that they wanted to sleep with me. Um, probably the most, uh, the most sort of offhanded one was, um, this girl bumped into me at the table. This is, this actually, this was why, this was, this this other chick bumped into me at the table and she was like, oh, so sorry. And I was like, oh, no stress. And, uh, one of the country girls, um, she goes, oh, wow, that chick's really friendly. I was like, yeah, I guess so. She goes, yeah, I don't know who wants to fuck you more, me or her. And I was like, well, you're a very subtle young woman. I'll say that. That was a deft touch. I'll say, and and that was my first, that was one of many clues I received that, that, that possibly they did in fact want to sleep with me. But then I'm absolute voice city because I'm like, oh, this is just, I still mentally up in the cortex fucking hate these chicks. But, you know, I've got other urges and I'm absolutely, I'm getting split in two here. And then, uh, thank God. What, what a, oh, that's right. So then, then the show ends across the road where this pub and then their friends come over and, um, I, and I just went, 
and they were like, oh, come back to our place for kick-ons. And I was like, no, nah. I couldn't deal with the, the group. I couldn't like the the two guys that ruined the show as well were there and they were like they were like such such cunts they were like hey here he is it's the comedian oh man that was a bit of a laugh in there and I was like ah oh, you fucking ah oh. and then um and then they were like these girls were like oh we're gonna we're gonna go to this pub and then we're gonna go to this house like come with us and then I was like I was like ah oh, I don't know and then um and then they they were like well we're going right now and I was like no nah, no nah, I'm I'm not coming. And I just I I went back to the comedy club and had a beer with um the headliner. But oh man, I came close to going back with those girls, and I think it would have it would have split my soul in two. You know, it's the sort of stuff that's bad news bear. Like I was I was just sitting there, like every word they said, I was like, I oh, fuck. They were so annoying. I was like, oh this sucks. But then like they were just so flirty. I was like, I was like fucking get a grip, Bill. Okay, you're 25. All right, you're fucking 25. Do you really need to be doing this sort of stuff? You know. Grow the fuck up. You're not 18 anymore. Um, these girls basically like leading me back to their house like like I was a puppy with treats, you know. I was like, mate, fucking screw your head on, you fucking loser. What are you doing? So thank God. I woke up on Saturday in my own bed feeling great. So that was good. Really um, almost, almost made a huge mistake there. Um, but dude, this pod is really dragging. Um, 30... 34 minutes nothing but yarns i'd say what between the haircut and the admin um i think i burned a lot of time um but yeah so um, oh i will say um just a quick one um does everyone have um Didi in their city in their city that it's like uber but like the third division one dude Didi is fucking awesome saturday night i had three shows around town I'm getting DDs all over the city, bup, bup, bup. And uh, they basically pay you. You're getting these DDs. They they drop you to your place and then they give you $10. Apparently, like, there's like unlimited promo codes on DD and you don't even have to do anything. It's fucking unreal. So I did three shows Saturday. I'm having a great time. The shows were great on Saturday as well. And I came in like fucking switched on on Saturday because I didn't want to have another horrendous bomb. Um, so I had, I even had, I had like a little, my, my notes up, did my notes you know, had very detailed set lists, bopping around town, having a great time, getting drunk. It was great. Um, crowds were cool. Then I got a DD um, from the city back to the Northern Beaches, which is a long way, but it only cost like fucking 25 bucks in a DD. I think the guy fucking blew me on the way there. They were a very hospitable service. Um, but dude, I tell you what, man. So how's this? I went to this girl's house on Saturday night, right? And after my shows... And she has a, uh, she has like a very aggressive dog, is a staffy, and I love dogs, dude. I fucking love dogs, but this thing was trying to kill me. And I will say, it's one of those things where she thinks the dog's like an angel, but the dog was actually quite crazy. And I did, I did eventually win over the dog, but at the start of the night, this dog was trying to fucking bite the shit out of me. I thought, anyway, I had smoked a bit of the reefer. I think I was a bit paranoid. But I will say, very hard to be a cool guy while also being scared of a dog at the same time. You know, very hard to make a move on the couch when this staffy's looking at you going, if you touch her, I'll bite your fucking balls off. So, you know, I'm trying to throw an arm over and this staffy's like fucking just eyeing me off, like ready to fucking kill me. So it's very, very difficult to try and to try and kiss a, um, a young woman when you got a wild animal on the couch as well. It was fucking terrifying. Um... 
but then yeah, I, I won. I won her over, and I won the staffy over. So it was. It was ended up being a, a really great night. Um, but yeah, dude, I tell you what. If you any girls who uh, want to feel safe, get yourself a staffy because this thing was very protective. And I honestly was watching my p's and q's around this thing. I'll tell you that. Um, all right, but we better fucking wrap up here. Jesus Christ. Um, I had a send in. I'm. In fact, yeah, I'm going to do the send-in. I'm going to do two quick things. I had a big segment that I'm excited about, um, but I'm going to save it for next week. I'm going to have to save the accounting tips for next week. I don't know what goes on. Okay, so, firstly, I love this. Kylie Clark, Michael Clark's ex-wife. Now, what she does for a living, I couldn't tell you. But how's this? So, Michael Clark's got got a new girlfriend, as we all know. Pip Edwards and Michael Clark, like I said, every, uh, he, he's dating Lara Bingle. Everyone said, Clarky, you've peaked. Okay, you've climbed the mountain. Once you get to the top of a mountain, there's nowhere to go. All you can do is enjoy the view. And he said, Sorry, guys, I'm not done yet. Kylie Clark comes along after Lara Bingle. Um, and Michael Clark flew home mid tour to give Lara the flick. Okay, imagine that. Imagine you're getting on the plane. What a chore. You fly home, just tell her to fuck off. Mate, give her a phone call, you know? Give her a FaceTime. Send a messenger pigeon, okay? And stay in the nets. Um, but then he starts dating Kylie Clark. Now, Kylie Clark had a surname before she was married to Michael Clark. I personally don't care for it, nor will ever uh, do the research required to find out what it is. But Kylie Clark now... Um, is even hotter than Lara Bingle, if you can wrap your head around that. And then, so we go, well, you know, enough's enough, not for nothing, Clarky, but you've done the impossible. Now we'll stop you right there. Then he goes, guys, how many times do I have to tell you to stop underestimating me? Okay? Um, because I've done it again. He starts dating fashion mogul Pip Edwards, who's who's hot, but also uh, owns like a Pilates studio, which uh, infers all sorts of sexual possibilities. Um so yeah, he, he's killing it. Kylie Clark has now returned fire. And I got to say, Kylie, it's a weak effort. It is a weak effort. Kylie Clark has started dating former or current. I'm not sure. I don't follow um, the activity this guy partakes in. But V8 supercar driver James Courtney. You want to follow the Australian cricket captain with a fucking car driver? And I think he's retired. He's been around for ages. I don't follow the sport. And also, it's not a fucking sport, okay? If, if it's a sport, where's the ball? I'll say it again. If it's, it's not a sport if it doesn't have a ball. Yes, I'm looking at you, swimming. Yes, I'm looking at you, race car driving. You know? What else am I looking at? Fucking... Except for athletics. Athletics, I'll let slide... Athletics, they're throwing shit around, and it's fun to watch Jamaicans run. But I'm, I'm looking at you, uh, what are some other activities that don't involve balls? But, but race car driving is number one, dude. People that fucking, you know, people that, that are watching NASCAR and shit, it's like, grow the fuck up. What are you talking about? So, so Michael Clark, former Australian test career captain, um, just all around Lothario, legend, millionaire, um, you know, possibly one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, she's returned fire with 
with freaking race car driver James Corney. It's like, <laughs> babe, the play here was very obviously to date a fucking either a Socceroo or a rugby league superstar. How could you not see that? Or failing that, one of the Hemsworths. Okay, that was your, your only hope was Tim Cahill, um, fucking Cooper Cronk or Liam Hemsworth. They were your only three shots. If you can fucking convince Hugh Jackman to take his paws off that pensioner of a thing he calls his wife, you had a shot at winning the battle, Kylie. And instead, you went a fucking a race car driver. Dude, I drive up to the shops every day, but I don't fucking carry on about it, you know? I'll do 65 in a school zone, but I don't fucking... I don't wear a suit with freaking a bunch of sponsors on it, you know, Meg's Groceries on the shoulder. Who gives a fuck? Okay? Dude, I got a mate who owns a Holden Commodore... But he doesn't fucking, he doesn't pop a freaking, a bottle of champagne every time he, he gets down to work without crashing, you know? He doesn't have to freaking have a can of Monster Energy drink in his hand every time he takes a photo, alright? Because we're fucking normal people. We can drive a car around without carrying on about it, okay? I'll do 130 in a fucking, in a 120. Okay, I, I know what speed is, okay? I know what speed is. I drive a Mazda Metro. Dude, I could dead set, if they let me... I'd roll the Mazda Metro into the freaking, into the Mount Bathurst panorama, you know, and I'll fucking chuck it in fifth round the corner, okay, I'll double clutch around the corners, I'll throw the back out, and I'll, I'll win the trophy, then I'll take a piss in it and pour it over James Courtney, okay, it's not a real sport, Kylie Clark, you've lost the battle, um, and, you know, you had one shot, even if you dated the third Hemsworth, that still would have been pretty good. Um, but you've dated the you've dated James Courtney, the fucking race car driver. You've blown it. You've lost the battle. Michael Clark's hair is looking better than ever. Long live Clarky. Okay, long live Clarky. Um, but yeah, on that note, I got to say this one really got away from me. I have a lot more to talk about, um, but I'm at forty fucking three minutes. Um, I've got to get to work. You know, look at this haircut. I've got spreadsheets to look after. Um, but yeah, dude. Oh, I will say I had a Facebook stand-up comedy video go over a million views during the week. So thank you to everyone who has been uh, tagging their friends as per my weekly request. I really appreciate it. As always, if you'd like to stand, uh, tag a friend in a Facebook stand-up comedy video, we'd love to have you, okay? We'd love to have you. Um, so that was pretty cool. And I've got a show December 18. Tickets go on sale 27th of November, Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m., the link will be on my Facebook page and my Instagram bio. Um, I will make it available. Um, we'd love to see you there. And, and specifically, I don't want to speak out of school, but, you know, um, I'd much prefer to have people who listen to the podcast in the crowd. You know, there's a bunch of fucking, you know, people bring their their friends and, and, and that, I love that. I love it all. But, you know, if I had a choice, it's only one show. If you listen to the pod and you live in Sydney, I'd love to see you there. It's going to be a great show. Um... And, and yeah, we could avoid as many casual pelicans as possible. Um, I love to have you know just just pod listeners and legends in there, and 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 or a few hotties just to sort of bring the ratio up. So uh, we'd love to see you there, December eighteen. Um, and, and yeah, dude, fucking thanks for listening. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Cause these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.